0: Welcome into to this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will have two special guests on. One has been a special guest on for previous shows on the past, Mark Trunk. And then the other is a new guest uh, on the podcast. And m- maybe we can get him on uh, in future podcasts, too. I-, I definitely like to try and do that uh, as well. Uh, he's a passionate uh, resident Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. So uh, his name is Steven Serpy, and uh, he's been a Buccaneer fan his whole life. And uh, just kind of starting off the podcast with a question for you, Stephen. Uh, welcome in to the podcast. And uh, just um, how did you first become a Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneer fan?
1: Well, guys, thanks for having me. Number one, we got a big week ahead of us. I had to go all the way back to my roots. Um, you know, it's, I, I, I tell the story in many different ways, because I'm almost saying, I'm born in New York, I'm raised in Indiana, I lived in Wisconsin, I moved back to Indiana to go, where the hell does the, oh, excuse me, where the heck is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to play? And what what we got here is, I I, I, didn't, I didn't get into sports really until later on, eighth grade I playing football, I've always been a big guy, and, uh, and it really wasn't for me to play it, but I started to try to watch a little bit here and there and and actually it was it was week six of the two thousand and two season and next thing you know, I flip on the Sports Center and I see this big old guy running down the field blowing Cleveland Browns defenders. His name was Mike Allstott. I look him up, he's from Purdue University, I live in West Lafayette, big ten. We got Purdue right in my backyard. Um, and, and from there, it was a match made in heaven, I guess. I, I kept on watching Mike I'll stop blow people over for the next few years. And uh, I've watched every game, every play, every second since.
0: Yeah, and uh, I guess another thought I wanted to ask you about is so this past offseason came about the news when the Buccaneers signed Tom Brady, the uh, former New England Patriot great uh it's gonna be a first battle hall of famer when it's all said and done i mean he's got a lot of accolades to his name and certainly this came as a move where you could kind of see uh the the end in 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 new england with with bill belichick and and, and tom brady so a new team needed to, to to come about and it seemed like with a lot of the rumors out there about the kind of i don't i don't know maybe a fractured relationship i don't know if that's the wrong terminology between uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick towards the end. Uh, but it certainly uh, seemed like both parties just needed needed a new, fresh start. So Tom Brady decided to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that certainly put the uh, Buccaneers uh, on the map as far as a serious championship uh, title contender. Uh, so kind of what were your thoughts there? And I mean, the Buccaneers before, last, before this year were certainly a team that was was all right. I mean, I mean, they weren't terrible, but they weren't, I don't think we could safely say, I don't think that they were super bowl worthy or anything like that. So Tom, Tom Brady put them on the map. And also, I mean, along with Tom Brady came a lot of former stars, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. You had all these guys that, that basically wanted to to chase a ring with Tom Brady and who can blame them. I mean, anytime you can, you can have a legitimate chance at at a super bowl ring. You got to take it. So, Uh, What were your thoughts on first Tom Brady and then also uh, kind of the player additions to along the lines of the players I mentioned and then anybody else I uh, may have forgot to mention?
1: Yeah, with the Tom Brady thing, it's funny because it's everyone's least favorite guy, right? I mean, he's been winning it. I even the last time he was in the Super Bowl against the Eagles or, or I don't even know which one time was the last time. I remember I was watching the Eagles one and I said, him again? I mean, I, 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 but I've always been a big fan because I like good football. And that's what the Patriots have provided for all of us over the last 20 years. And a, a big thing that has made me ecstatic when he came to Tampa was, ironically, being in Indiana, uh, I just never liked the Colts. And, and, and the bigger thing, too, was I just never liked Peyton Manning. It, it, he, just, he just rubbed me the wrong way. And what did Peyton Manning do to Steven? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. 2004, Monday Night Football, he came back with four minutes left. That's a whole separate story. Anyway, I've had to watch that every year for the last 20. One of years. the biggest chokes in Monday Night Football <laughs> history. You can rehash it if you want to see it. And what happens here is I, I, I honestly have been defending Tom Brady's legacy and, and whether he's better than Brady. For literally the last 20 years of his career, I mean, I mean, not until recently did everyone jump on board. Finally, everyone knows he's a great quarterback. But um, I had to fight against him with him and Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and for him to all of a sudden come to Tampa, I mean, uh, when we had all the news alerts, I, there was no, there was no doubt in my mind he was staying in New England this year. I mean, it wasn't even a question. And as it slowly grows, we got. Uh, LA in the mix Chicago in the mix Miami in the mix whatever all these teams that keep on singing and then one picks up oh well, the Colts were in the mix they picked up Phillip Rivers all of a sudden LA they're, they're, they're out of it uh, Miami was you know it just it and all of a sudden next thing you know Tom Brady's on a flight to Tampa and I mean I, I couldn't have been more ecstatic and then and then to, to talk about what you just asked the addition of Gronk now like I said I'm a big guy and i love i've loved to watch uh gronk over the 10 years that he was going to just run over these guys i mean it, it, he's just he's just six seven just pure bulk and i mean uh that was even i was even more ecstatic when he showed up uh, so i mean i can't get enough as you can see we're talking about the NFC Championship game. We haven't won a playoff game, and uh, we haven't won a game in 18 years and been to the in 13. So just watch what Tom Brady can do that easily. Uh, uh, but, and then one more thing is the Antonio Brown edition. We also added the Sean McCoy a big name, but he hasn't played too much. Uh, but Antonio Brown, it wasn't too huge on it but luckily he's kept his mouth shut and he's just playing. So he's uh, a little bit questionable for this week, but I'm hoping he gets out there because when he's on, he's as good as anybody. I think we do know
0: that. Yeah, and certainly, I mean, of late, the Buccaneers are playing really hot football. They're they're kind of turning uh, the corner at the right time. They were always pretty good during the season, uh, but certainly, I mean, they, they were more of a, a five seed or, you, you know, a wild card team, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they, they couldn't. They couldn't win the division over the Saints, but they beat the Saints in the playoffs, so that's all that matters in the end, as far as who gets farther in the playoffs. So uh, certainly, you're talking about Antonio Brown and the the addition there. He uh, kind of is one of the many uh, players that are that are keying this this hot uh, play of late by by the Buccaneers, as far as him and Tom Brady obviously have had the had the previous uh, kind of relationship in uh, New England when they played, and and now they're back reunited with with the Buccaneers and they lately have have really clicked late in the regular season they uh had had it where uh they were they were they were really good uh really really jiving well together as far as uh both both had pretty good games and certainly a a growing connection so I mean when I look at the game against the Packers I'm really scared uh as, as a Packer fan as far as I think that the Packers will be able to to beat the Buccaneers, but I know the Buccaneers are a very strong team, and what especially scares me about the Buccaneers is their offense. I mean, they got Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, and on top of that, they have the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and Tom Brady, and then they have a really good offensive line. So that is just really scared me, and, and a lot of Packers fans, Mark and I included, wanted, we preferred of the two teams, even though that we thought that the Packers would beat them, we preferred the Saints of the two because the Buccaneers just, they're scaring people right now, they're scaring a lot of teams, so kind of what are your thoughts uh, as far as looking ahead to this Sunday game uh, in general? Um.
1: You know what? It's funny you say. I was going to ask you guys, what who did you guys really want? Walking in at the number one seat, who'd you want to go down the line if you had it exactly your way? Other than the Washington Football Team, of course. But um, no, the, the, not the Bucks. <laughs> and look, how we got the Bucks. <laughs> Um You know, I the, the the thing with this team, and and. We were talking off air about this. This team, i i've as I said, I've watched every single play for the last 21 years. I can usually get a good feel. I don't know what team decides to show up, but I think Bruce Arian said it best. I think he said in an interview maybe about two days ago. Um, they asked, you know, have you, because there's always been this talk about identity and you know, who you are, what kind of defense you play, what kind of offense you are. You pass the ball, you you're grind the ball to running. And he just said just a bunch of guys that try to win games. And, I mean, that's what I think it comes down to because we're going to see on Sunday whether they win or lose. And as you see, actually, we just go back to New Orleans. Uh, you saw Tom Brady with, with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tony Brown, Scottie Miller, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Bright. These names that if, if you follow football at all, you know that they are some of the best athletically and, and just physically just unbelievable. But who, who does it? The defense. Defense beats the Saints. The running game. Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones kept on pounding the ball at him. He's Tom Brady threw for uh, 200 yards. That's it. That's it. And I, I don't have an answer as to what it's going to be this week. But it seems as though as one side falls, the other one comes back up. And I don't know if that's a coaching thing. I don't know what that is. But all I know is for the last – uh, month or so of the year, it, it just seems to work because I I didn't sit in that Saints game and think we're losing that. Uh, even if Tom Brady wasn't hitting on every single dime, um, even though Alvin Kamara was sneaking out on a couple running plays, I, it just had that feel where one each team, each guy, each side of the ball was going to do what they had to do to just make sure one. And that's what we got to do again against uh, the Packers.
0: Yeah, and uh, Mark, uh, before I kind of uh, talk about what, what all our predictions are, do you have any questions uh, you wanted to ask, uh, Stephen?
2: Yeah, I would say, what do you think? A lot of people, you know, early on, i say the Buccaneers, I believe they started off pretty hard the first few weeks, and then there's a midseason where uh, they were um, losing more games. I think they maybe had a, I don't know, Three out of five, they lost or something, and people were getting on Bruce Arians and saying that he's holding back the offense. Do you think that there's been a change since that point in the season? And uh, how do you think? I guess, how do you think him and Brady have been as a combination so far this year?
1: I think if you look back on Brady's career, at least the last five years, and at any aging quarterback for that matter, everyone is so ready to count them out. Right? We, we, this. I mean, we're talking about Drew Brees retiring probably three years ago. We're talking about Tom Brady retiring eight years ago. You know, when we, when we try to get these guys out for some strange reason, or we want to be the first ones to know when they're leaving the game. And if you go back to the last five years, Brady hasn't been perfect. Uh, but you do see, if you go back to the New England seasons, where he comes in, comes out hot, looking like typical Tom Brady, and the next thing you know, starts cooling off. We just start forgetting about the Patriots. And the next thing you know, um, I'm starting to think this is just a Tom Brady-esque kind of a thing. Because, um, as we all know, the team that gets hot at the end is going to win. Um, when you're in the playoffs, it's anyone's game. And that's what I think Tom Brady provides. It, it, if you're talking about week nine of the NFL season, sure, we need a win. But if we're good enough, we're going to have the wings at the end, and he'll take care of the rest. So, in terms of the relationship between the two, you know, it's we've had some ups and downs this season, but uh, I don't like to blame the COVID thing. I don't like to blame all that. The new additions, Tom Brady's been playing for 40 or for well, actually, probably been playing for 43 years, and I think it just I think it took the rest of the team to get up to speed with him.
0: And here we are in the NCAA Championship game against the Green Bay Packers. So, I'm excited. Yeah, and uh, another thing kind of along the lines of what Mark asked about Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. I had seen, I don't know if you saw this, Steven. Uh, Mark, probably you saw it. But uh, within the last week or two weeks, uh, I saw some in the media. I think it was maybe ESPN or Fox Sports or Bleacher Report or whatever. There's a lot of media companies out there uh, in sports. Uh, they basically talked about how uh, Tom Brady had a quote, um, kind of talking about his his New England time and, and comparing it to the Buccaneer time and everything. And I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said that, uh, or rather, Bruce Arians basically said that he kind of lets Tom Brady uh, call things and, and and lets it run through him and, and lets him him uh, do do a lot of of the calls because you know you trust all his his quarterback knowledge, his quarterback expertise, acumen, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so he, he does that and, and he kind of, um, I mean, I don't think it was a, a direction, like he meant anything bad by it, but he was kind of um, you know calling out the, his days in, in, in with the Patriots as far as, you know, not, that wasn't the case with the Patriots and, and it was a lot more in a different way. So uh, what are your What were your thoughts, and just what are your thoughts on on the the freedom that uh, Bruce Arians is giving Tom Brady? And I guess, rightly so. I mean, you have to trust uh, one of the best to, to ever do it.
1: No doubt. I mean, I mean, I think it's the, the, the New England dynasty and the coaching tree. As we watch it along here, the the thing that I think you see you see guys that are just position coaches become head coaches, and that's not just because. Um, it's under Bill Belichick. It's it's, it's because they were there, right? I mean, Tom Brady's been there the entire way through. So if you're going to sit there and try to to stifle a guy that has literally been there, and and, and, another thing to remember, it's not that it's been the same team for 20 years. We are looking at one player, one coach, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, a rotation of players, different strengths. I mean, we all know back in the early two thousands that was a defensive winning team with Brady just doing a above average job of just I wouldn't say managing the game, but just doing good and but not really having any receivers. Then you switched over to two thousand seven, we got Randy Moss, Wes Walker. Defense is really nothing. He's throwing up fifty touchdowns. But you flip over, now you have a new offense where you got the two tight ends and Gronk and Hernandez, and then the defense is solid. I mean, they, you've just seen
2: that, that it's not even about the personnel, that it's just about how this team believes
1: in Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And so clearly Brady's got to have some idea on how to maybe at least coach him or show him the way. And, I mean, it, it's, it's a clear indication this year. I mean, we went 7-9 and nine with practically the identical team. I know we all talk about the additions with Gronk and Antonio Brown. They've definitely had their place, and, and I'm sure there's even bigger factors when you watch film. Uh, but the, the, the team was all set. The defensively, offensively, was still had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. We had Ronald Jones, and still as our starting running back. I mean, the all entire offensive line is, is still intact from the from years out. I mean, this isn't some brand new team. But but as you can see, just bringing Brady, I don't think he's the same quarterback, obviously, of ten years ago. But I think with the amount of talent we already had in place, and obviously with the additions, he's able to coach all these guys that have been sitting here on a 7-9, 30-interception team uh, to be sitting here in the NFC Championship game. I mean, it's the same. It's insane.
0: Yeah, and I mean... I would say too, Adam, with uh, with Brady, like,
2: I'm sure it was an adjustment for him at first playing with new players, but... Look, If you look at the New England Patriots roster this year on offense versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster this year on offense, I think he made the right move as far as the supporting personnel. And, yeah, it's going to take time to get used to a new system because you think he, he played with Josh McDaniel's system for, you know, at least a decade, I think. So I agree with Steven. I mean, I think there's probably Brady. Rodgers and Mahomes are probably three of the quarterbacks in the league that have the most say. So, as far as you know, control of the offense and they can call the shots. So, I think yeah, Stevens right on with that. And, to, and to, if
1: you don't mind, to your point about the the uh roster in New England, I a lot of people are talking about who won the divorce, right? Belichick or Brady. I, I, I honestly would say that both won. If you look at that team, do you, if you also realize how many New England players opted out, some of their very key defensive players opted out this season due to COVID. On top of that, their offense, Brady has been running both in the early 2000s and now over the last few years with almost nothing. We, we talk about the Julie Allemans of the world and act, act as if these are some of the best receivers if they joined on any other team. No. That's not a fact. Uh, Brady has made these guys. And I'm not doubting that, that he would have some success, but not, not to the level of success that he's at. So, and, but to the point of Belichick, they went 7-9 this year with a brand-new quarterback, just like the Bucs, with less than an average talent, with opt-outs, with Julian Alvin being out, with guys being hurt. Uh, still got to get credit to Belichick there. And obviously, um, I was actually hoping more for Brady this season. I was hoping for more continuity, more dominance. Nevertheless, we're, as I said, we're heading the right time. We're now sitting here, as the third time I said it, in the NFC Championship game this Sunday against the Green Bay.
0: can Yeah, and uh, certainly, I mean, we've talked about kind of all the accolades that Tom Brady's got so far, and he's uh, going to be a Hall of Famer and everything, all that, all the rings he's won uh, for Super Bowls and everything. And he's one of the best to ever do it but you were kind of talking about you know the 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 fact that tom brady has basically i mean bruce arians certainly d- does does some stuff too as a, as a head coach and they have other coaches too that do stuff but as far as from an offensive standpoint basically coach i mean bruce arians basically said essentially you call it you call the plays you call everything so you were kind of talking about how how he you know navigated every everything and certainly it started slow. You have a lot of new pieces and everything, but they're gelling at the right time. And that's not certainly an, an accolade per se, but I think it's something that Tom Brady, another thing that he can feel really good about, the fact that he's able to do that. And I mean, it probably doesn't surprise him. He's, he's done a lot of great things, but uh, that's certainly very, very remarkable uh, for Tom Brady, uh, for sure. But wrapping up, uh, getting to the last part of the show, what is both of your predictions for the game? And uh, give me kind of a reason why uh, these teams are, the teams you're picking are going to win. And, and maybe uh, just very briefly, uh, as as I look at the, the kind of time limit for one recording on my podcast, I have eight minutes left, so try and you know make it so that it's with, within eight minutes so that we don't go over. Uh, but what's kind of, if things were to go bad, a fear for both of you?
1: Ruffers um, The biggest thing The biggest fear of mine is letting Aaron Rodgers get out of the pocket The team was getting Vita Vea back This week Big, big defensive tackle, 350 pounds He's got to clog up that middle And let the edge rushers keep him intact If we don't get any sacks, that's fine Keep Aaron Rodgers Pressured and keep him in the pocket I can't stand when that guy Goes running out there he, He's a game changer when he's out there uh, prediction, guess what? I'm going with the Bucks, And I'll give you a score. I Unbelievable! Unbelievable. <laughs> I think the way we're going to win this, and it's as much talent, is, is a shootout. I want a shootout. Because if, if I think if you guys can run the ball on us and start pounding away and slowing us down on offense, we're going to lose. You're going to win the little gimmies with Aaron Rodgers. 37. To thirty, or no, to thirty-one. Tampa Bay Buccane. I Another thirty-seven is a weird number,
0: but we're gonna we're gonna miss a field goal here and there. <laughs> Mark, what are your thoughts? Uh, so as far as what
2: I hear most of the game, I would say that it might be a little bit repeated. The first game where uh, the the packer offensive line has trouble with the Bucks front seven, I think Levante David and uh, Devin White could could be very problematic. Um. and as far as the prediction though I'm going to say that the Packers make a lot of adjustments from week 6 and they actually do not have Alan Lazard as well and uh, they've added a lot of new dimensions to the offense and I don't know I I think for whatever reason somehow it seems like if, if there's a year that the Packers will, will get it done it's going to be this year I don't know how they're going to do it I'll say Packers 28, Bucks 24, I think it'll come down to the end and I think whoever has the ball last, And I think it's gonna be Rogers going to be Rodgers going to the second Super Bowl.
0: Certainly uh, great predictions. I think from my end, I think it'll be uh, a high-scoring game. I think uh, both teams have, have pretty good defenses playing well at the right time, both teams Certainly a very good offense it's Packers number one offense. And you could certainly make a case that the Buccaneers, I mean, they're, they're rated up there among the best two, and they have a, a lot of uh, key players on offense. And we've already kind of went through it. I mean, it's kind of uh, r- really good for them. As far as you list off everybody that they have on offense, like it's amazing for them. So I think for my prediction, I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm going to say that they win. Probably 34 to, to 24, uh, somewhere right in there. I think that uh, it'll be a seven-point game at the end, and then I think the Packers will have a key drive, uh, and they'll have a Mason Crosby field goal to make it two possessions and put the game out of reach. Uh, but, Stephen, I can tell you with 100% certainty that I, as a Packer fan, although the Packers have had a great year, their number one seed, everything, all, all the, the things that they're doing well, I am very fearful of this matchup. and I think Mark is very fearful. I think this this could could uh, get ugly for the Packers. The Buccaneers could be the hot team that that takes them down. But hopefully, we have to trust me and Marcus, Packers fans that the number one team in the NFC for a reason, and they'll be able to get it done. So, Stephen, I want to thank you for joining Mark and I on the podcast. I hope that we can uh, do this again uh, in the future. And I, I want to thank you uh, uh, for everything, uh, being a part of the podcast and uh, just being on the show. So, so thank you and really appreciate it. Thank you, man. I I could
1: do this for hours. I mean, this is not any time. This
0: is fantastic. I talk about football whenever you want. Yeah, and uh, certainly a, a lot to look forward to on Sunday. Two very good games. I mean, you got Josh Allen and, and Mahomes playing in in the, in the nightcap, and then you got. Brady and Rogers playing in the early game and uh, the anticipation for it will be through the roof. But I mean, you look at it from a quarterback standpoint, you got Aaron Rodgers, like I mentioned, Tom Brady, Matt LaFord, up and coming coach, Bruce Arians, a coach that is, is kind of a, a, a veteran coach uh, in the NFL has seen everything. And then on the AFC side, you got Andy Reid, one of the best. Um, he's a veteran coach too. And Sean McDermott too, kind of, uh, an up and coming coach. You, so in both games, you got kind of the same thing as far as Sean McDermott's kind of a, a younger coach, and so is Le- Matt Lafleur, and they're kind of up and coming uh, coaches. And then you got s- seasoned veterans, uh, so to speak, uh, with with Bruce Arians and and, and Andy Reid. Uh, so a lot to look forward to on Sunday, and the anticipation will be through the roof. We'll all be b- very nervous, I'm sure. That there'll be a lot of, of points in, in the game where. Where where we're nervous and it'll be a lot of, you know, the emotional moments probably as far as you know if something goes wrong. But if it and uh, you know if something goes right, then it'll be the the other end where where we're we're cheering and everything. So that that's what it's all about uh, as far as uh, getting towards the end and and kind of with all due respect to to the other teams in the that uh, playoff for for the NFL, very good teams. But this is kind of how you want it at the end. The the, the on the afc side the number one seed and in the number one two, the number two seed and then on the nfc side the number one seed but then also a very hot number five seed uh played really well uh lately in the tampa bay buccaneers so can't wait for it and thank you again uh steven and thanks mark uh, for being on the podcast
2: thank you yes sir
0: all right sounds good so that'll about do it though for another edition of big a sports show I want to thank all the listeners out there, uh, dedicated listeners. I hope that this podcast keeps growing. The listening support so far has been awesome, and I look forward to get even better. Uh, and the best way to track down my podcast is to search Big A Sports Show. It's available anywhere you get your podcast and uh, subscribe to it. Uh, that's probably the easiest way as far as tracking down all my episodes. Then you get alerts anytime I post. Uh, but if you want to continue to track down the way you've been doing, that's great. Uh, and if you want to spread the word about my show, you can spread the word about my show uh to any of your family friends uh anybody uh and always looking to uh get a lot of the cons- listeners on the consistent listenership train steven i call it so uh that is uh something that i always strive to do and uh looking forward uh to to sunday's action and uh wanted to get a recording of a podcast uh with with a buccaneer fan that's kind of like like me and mark on the, on the Packers side as far as we've been packer fans our whole life you've been a buccaneer fan your whole life so uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, very exciting, uh, coming up on Sunday. So thank you again. I uh, really appreciate it. And until I talk with you all again, uh, next, thank you for listening to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel, and it's available anywhere you get your podcast. Have a great rest of your day.